We made it to Wednesday, middle of the week. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you're doing well. You are listening to Tasha from TMI, Trending Topics for the Modern Woman and Men. Today's episode definitely um, will cater to both. So I hope um, women and men alike are tuning in. Uh, The topic is about pheromones, but let me back up just a touch. So Bonnie and I were talking, my dear friend, Bonnie, who lives in LA. It's been about, oh, I mean, we talk more often, but I think a month ago we were talking about a topic. It might've even been a little longer um, ago, but anyway, uh, I asked her like, Bonnie, you know, I need an idea for a new topic. And she said, pheromones. And I was like, what? Question mark, question mark. Don't know what that is. So she told me a little bit about it and I was intrigued and thought, okay, you're going to learn something new today and, or, you know, whenever I got to it and, um, do a podcast about it. So it was kind of interesting, um, to just learn about pheromones and thank you Bonnie for bringing it to light because I'd never heard of it before um after I did some research I thought it was pretty interesting yes and here I am sharing it but the other flip side of this is I actually did a podcast on this on Monday morning I was all geared up to go normally I have to kind of be in that mode of okay, this is what my podcast is about and I, you know, get all my content together and my research. But Monday when I did the podcast, it was good, but I actually tacked it on to another one that I had done in the past. And so um, that didn't really work out. So all the work I had done um, basically really doesn't, I don't have anything to show for, so to speak. So I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, redo it. And I thought this morning was the morning to do it. So there you have that. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, On a quick other note, and I know I've been a little harried because I am settling in to my life in Charlotte here. And I still have boxes around and I don't have my furniture yet. But you know what? Life is okay. Just so you know, I have not watched TV in three weeks. And I don't miss it a bit. I mean, yes, I still have my phone. I can look at stuff. But I've just been busy. And the weather here is so nice that I really don't think about it. When I get off work, I'm, I'm out doing something else or doing stuff around here, what have you. So it's all good. But I will get my TV up and going here this weekend. So that'll be cool. Okay, TVs, podcast, all that. All right, here we go. Let's let's move on. I know. I talk, talk, talk. So pheromones, have you ever heard of it? A lot of you probably know what it is. Um, I did not. So here, I'm going to go into, I did gather some content and some information and I'm um, not going to read verbatim, but I think this kind of helps. Pheromones and detraction, the real sixth sense. Okay, so here's kind of the skinny of it. Um, Think of this too. Pheromones and attraction. Have you ever felt an inexplicable attraction to someone as soon as you met them, but not sure why? Perhaps they weren't overly your type. Maybe their attire was substandard, but nevertheless you experienced a deep almost primal magnetism with this person hormones might have been to blame so what are they 
a pheromone is a hormone that is secreted outside the body. Most of our hormones work internally and have a different effect only on the individual secreting them. But pheromones act as behavior altering agents in that they can have effects on other individuals in their vicinity. In this sense, then, pheromones are actually ectohormones for the boffins out there. They're actively involved in sexual attraction. Upon release, they can stimulate arousal, desire, lust, even fertility. Pheromones are detected through smell and are secreted by way of sweat and saliva. Although smell might be a misleading term as these chemicals don't have an odor, instead they are detected by specific areas of the nasal tissue, which then send messages to the brain. So for instance, Androsterone, a male pheromone secreted by the adrenal gland and tested in only around 10% of men. The unconscious perception of this pheromone increases these men's desirability and attractiveness, even if they are not conveniently handsome or good looking. Going into pheromones and attraction here. So the levels of pheromones a person produces can have a significant influence on their sexual activity. Individuals who see, greet, an elevated level of pheromones are likelier to have more sex, feel more confident, and be perceived as more sexually attractive. These effects, in turn, draw these people uh, more attention, excuse me, social engagement and bonding with others. Um, but it, of course, can be said for the opposite, um, uh, opposite, Oh, excuse me, I goofed here. It can, of course, be said that the opposite is true, too. They can turn people off for seemingly no reason. A love at first sight reaction is often due to pheromones coursing between two individuals, but being immediately repelled by an individual may also be your pheromone indicating that you and they have little genetic compatibility and that, therefore, reproduction is off the cards. Um increasing your pheromones uh just a couple things here um because they've been proven time and again to increase both your attractiveness and the quality of your sex life fragrance companies such as initio have been working to bottle the scent of pheromones into perfumes they have developed a secret recipe of unique scent molecules which trigger attraction and impulse in all whom you meet and the science is there to back it up so this is kind of interesting um back in 2005 an anthropologist named carl grammer found that men who use topical pheromones okay artificial scents or perfumes that can be applied to the skin to emulate the effects of natural pheromone experienced an amazing 52% improvement in their success rate when attempting to start and maintain conversations with women. And they also noted an increase in the fertility and quality of compliments received as well as significantly more flirting and 40% overall boost in female sexual responsiveness. Okay, this is kind of interesting to me because this almost reminds me of, okay, I'm sure you've all smelled like when a man's cologne smells amazing, right? And you get a whiff of it and you're like, oh, and it just is, I don't know, there's something about that. It's alluring. Men, the same with females perfume. 
and cologne. I know I love going into like Macy's and going to the, um, you know, men's uh, perfume and cologne counter, if you will. I kind of would drag my boys along and they like to smell them too, but I really like like the scent of men's cologne. So it's kind of interesting. I guess it does, it does, you know, spark something. But anyway, this is obviously the natural thing, you know, pheromones, and that it does um, stimulate that arousal and effect as well. I know when I was reading um, more about it too, it's basically been even used in, um, studies have used it in heightening like fertility when couples are trying to have a baby and such. Um, it's that, that instinct, that, that attraction, and, and it's more alluring and more enticing and, of course, aids in your you know, physical activity. Um, so lots of different things, too. Um, let me go back to this for a minute. Um, the, amount of, the amount of pheromones one produces is highly dependent on both your genetic makeup and your lifestyle. Nevertheless, there are ways to boost your pheromone out, output. Okay, in natural ways. For example, like exercising regularly obviously increases your sweat output. Now, I'm not suggesting you walk around wearing three-day-old gym clothes, but by exercising more frequently, you're more likely to produce pheromones in your sweat, which then hang about in your pores and your hair. What's more, exercising allows you to rid your body of toxins clean your skin of impurities, and look and feel better overall. So there's a plus benefit, of course, to that. Um, real quick, too, uh, the future of pheromones um, is in its infancy. Many remain skeptical about their very existence, but the wealth and sheer gravity of the research is beginning to leave naysayers by the wayside. So basically, um, pheromones... Uh, can be used to help regulate or improve mood, relax, reduce anxiety, and decrease depression. Love this. They are also proving extremely powerful in sex counseling, helping couples who are struggling with intimacy. So there you go. Kind of interesting there. Um, a couple other things on pheromones. I just want to read. Um, I found were interesting. There are four types of them, and we mentioned the andro... Well, we mentioned the, the males. Let's go back to here. So androstadionun, which I'm sure I'm botching that up, is a common pheromone naturally found in men's sweat. Androstenol is another human sex pheromone found in sweat and is one of the most common pheromones on the market. And then androstenun is the first human sex pheromone discovered by experts and androsterone is the alpha pheromone that every man seeks. And I think there was something on that real quick. Um, I thought there was something. Um, oh yeah, the, the woman's natural scent is called androstedinon. I'm sure I'm botching this up. Androstedinon. Other scientists have known have shown that when women smell this compound, their hearts beat faster and their mood improves. Interesting fact there. Um, anyway, just kind of interesting. It's definitely primal. Um, I know I read a study about apparently mice um, have it way more. Of course, I think too, like their scent glands are so much more prominent than ours. 
but uh, definitely it's in um, mammals uh, and then of course, you know, humans. Um, the other thing I wanted to add in real quick, there was something uh, I thought, here, let me back up a touch, sorry. Trying not to leave you hanging. But anyway, I think you get the gist of it. It's pretty interesting. Um, read a little more up on it if it interests you more. I was happy to do the podcast because I learned something new. Um, and uh, there was one other thing, though. I'm going to try to find this because I thought this was interesting. Oh, I know what it was. I'll just just speak about it. They said that like when um, scientists did studies on the natural pheromone that was found, they basically, you know, um, gathered, so to speak, sweat and studied it but what they found was when they removed like the sweat part the pheromone was there and didn't have like a kind of a, a you know an odor like nasty like sweat sweat smell but the pheromone was there and it was almost it's almost more unique and different so i thought that was pretty cool and then the last thing i'm going to say is when um obviously i did a little more research on it i realized that they talk about, um, okay, so I know my sister used to say this. She would be like, if she hadn't started her, you know, cycle, she would say, oh, Tasha, I'm late, you know, here, let me rub your, you know, your arms. And I would be like, what are you doing? But it's true. Studies have proven when they gathered women together and they cohabitated uh, for, uh, I think it was almost like six weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, their uh, menstrual cycles were aligning very, very interesting. And I also have to say that when I lived with my sister, that our menstrual cycles were the same. So I thought that's really interesting. There's more science science to this, everybody. But I just want to say, um, I hope you uh, maybe learned something new, or if you already knew about it, um, gathered a little more insight on it. It is unique. It is a natural hormone that our bodies produce, and um, it's uh, the sixth sense, you know, law of attraction. So um, anyway, have a wonderful day. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Do something for someone else today, and um, we will talk soon. Can't wait to do another podcast soon. I'll be in touch.